Rolling from our problems contains some mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there and welcome back. I'm Weston, your DM. And I'm Ryan. I'm playing as Jinsoul, the Aberrant Mine, Changeling Sorcerer, level 3. I'm Robbie. I'm playing Kogit, the Owlin Bard. And I am Jonah, playing Solomon Lurk Grozix, the... Level 3 Swashbuckler Rogue Bugbear. Hmm. Alright. Let's see now. Hmm. Alright, here it is. A condensed reports of the proceedings of the Outsiders and their Golden Tankard run. Addressed to Captain Reginald by old Dardell. Good, good. Dardell always has a pretty reliable report. Alright, let's see here. Bird or Sneak or Kogit flew off from other outsiders. Lost sight. Jin or Jinsoul or Panaco. What in the world is with these names? One, a dice game. Same clean. Well, good, good. Glad to see him participating fully with the town. Bird slash sneak slash Kogit located in another bar. Shots fired, no injuries, and escaped through a vent. Well, that's something. Human or lurk, golden knight at Brogard's backyard. Sightings of bird or sneak or Kogit wander in the city with no clear direction. Human or lurk. Detained for the destruction of printing press card. I guess he didn't stay at Brogard's that long. Jin or Jinsul or Panako. Damn, these names are getting tiring. Completed the Golden Tankard Challenge. Oh, good. It's been it's been ages since the outsider did that. Good for him. Good for him. Human or Lurk escaped his sail. There was no trace of him. I'll have to look into those cells. Oh. Uh, what's this? Bird or Sneak or Kogit was last sighted near the Twisted Beard. Huh. As we get back into our session, we start with a pounding heart and the sound of claws moving across this wooden floor as Kogit attempts to leave this bedside without waking his uh, query. Is query a proper word, Kogit? Yeah. You did hunt her down in the night. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, would you like to go ahead and make me a stealth roll? Stealth roll, stealth roll. What are my stats? You're currently very hungover is one of your stats. There's no so, debuffs to so that. So, <laughs> I, am I at a disadvantage? Because no. Of, okay. Does a 25 get me away? Oh, yeah. You're Good able Lord. to move your way across, and as you exit this room, you find that the entire shop has been closed up. Liquor bottles are missing from the shelf. This entire bar has been thrown in upheaval, and you see the sign has been flipped to close. You sneak your way through this bar. Feathers litter the floor as well as empty bottles. You get your way to the door, and you very quietly lift the latch from the lock and slide it over. There's a slight squeak, and you start. You open the door quietly and close it behind you. (laughs) You have left the shop. Oh, shoot. Do I have everything with me? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. <laughs> 10. Uh, 
10. You're not sure. Is it worth risking it again? <laughs> well, I'm gonna... So, I'm gonna think of one thing that I hope I have on me. Do, okay. I, have, do I have my harmonica and my loot? Yes, you have both of those items on you. What about your hat of gun? holding? Do I have my hat of holding? You do, yes. But I might lose something else then. Right. It's possible. You don't know. You're, you're sitting there, you're hungover, you're like, oh, I remember picking up my stuff, but what if something was set where I, like, what if it was taken out of my bag and set no, somewhere? Or... I, I scratch my head and I hope. You have all your basic equipment. Yeah, you have your hat. Yeah. You have your clothes. So I don't scratch armor. my head. Yeah, you got your hat on. <laughs> you just, you don't know for sure if there was something like out of your bags that are missing. You did notice like a lot of your daggers that were littered around the floor, but you could pick those up as you go. Okay, well, I'll fly back to okay. the original part of the town where we started. The inn that you're all supposed to be sleeping at tonight? Yeah. Okay. In that case, we'll go to Jinsel. Jinsel, you wake up, light peacefully streaming through the window. You can remember everything so clearly, the victory of the night before. <laughs> I don't have the mug with me yet, right? No, they haven't cast it yet. I'll just, uh, with one one arm behind my head as I lay, lay on this bed, I'll cast Minor Illusion along with some uh, Prestidigitation, and I'll just make images of, of a gleaming golden tankard with overflowing with gold coins spilling out of it. Red chases these coins across the floor, happily uh, bounding <laughs> around. You do notice that half of his face is swollen up. I will uh, investigate Red's face. <laughs> Red, uh, what's wrong? <laughs> um, ten plus. It'll be medicine. it'll be medicine. Oh, medicine. Right. All right. I get no pluses. Though. Okay, so, so ten. ten. Yeah, the barkeep told you that he got stung by the scorpion, and that the barkeep went to squish the scorpion, but that red stopped him from squishing the scorpion. Mm, that's right. What a brave boy, Ooh. red. Now I'll get out some jerky from my rations and give it to him. Red is pleased. We now cut to <laughs> Lurk. He's made it to the door of this inn. He's just gonna like forehead first, like open this door. <laughs> As he hungoverly moves into the room, you see that there's a couple people kind of having. At this point, it's a brunch. It's kind of late in the morning, and you see the guy behind the counter. Oh, oh! You uh made it back barely. Mm. Water and strong bread, please. Ah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and you see, as he like pours this water for you and sets it at the counter at the bar. He's just gonna like put it all down. <sighs> I feel so bad. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, did you do it? No. Uh, that's bad. Uh, you want to... Well, what do you remember? Um, I remember getting pretty close. Um, I remember someone's backyard and, uh... Oh, Brogard. Brogard, yeah. Yeah. And a nice really feller. hot pool of water. He was really nice. Yeah. Little odd, but nice feller. Yeah. And then... I had a couple of spicy drinks with him, and then um, it got kind of fuzzy, but uh, I woke up on the outskirts of town naked, covered in this <laughs> black fluid in a crate. Mmm, black fluid, huh? Yeah, and I'm going to like open up like my cloak and my tunic a little bit uh, and just kind of like show him. Oh, that looks like ink. Ink. Yeah. At this moment, Kogut, you've been trudging through the streets, the blinding light giving you this headache. You feel <laughs> awful, absolutely awful, and you make your way to this door as well. Should I do a... Since I, absolutely. I was the worst, should I do... No, I was going to say, should I do like a constitution save to not throw up more? Oh, no, you threw up. 
no. somewhere on this street. You threw up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, berries. absolutely. Berry. Alcohol berries. Yeah. Oh, oh, this stream is Kogan again vomits up fluid on the podcast. <laughs> he stumbles his way, a little bit of vomit clinging to his feathers. A staple. A staple Just into kidding. this door. <laughs> Would you like to roll to find the handle or run into the door directly? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to roll to find it. Yeah, just do a like a perception, perception check. 18. Your hand finds a doorknob before your face finds the door. And you open Excellent. up into this building that's a little darker. There's a quiet mumble of people as they eat this brunch. And you see Lurk pretty much dead straight ahead sitting at the bar. You only see his back because he's kind of hunched down. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you uh, still alive over there, bird? Am I? You look alive, kind of. Oh yeah, guess I am. Mm. How, what a time to be alive. How did how did your night go? Did you make it? <laughs> <laughs> just just like a, a sputtering out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna take that as a no. Where where did you end up? Uh, what bar was that again? That that lovely dwarven maiden. Oh. Oh, give me a second. What did emphasis on the lovely? <laughs> emphasis on the lovely. Uh, um, that would be the twisted beard. The, twisted the one in the beard. leather armor. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't armor, bud. <laughs> 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 that that leather there isn't for protection. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, the twisted beard. Uh, that, did you? Oh, all right. <laughs> You, do you, would you like a glass of water? Um, yes, please. All right. All right. Berries in it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets you your water. You kind of sit down at the same bar next to Lurk, and we go back to Jinsol now. I will, I will look at Red and say, how about we get some breakfast? <laughs> so I'll head downstairs. And you see the sight of your two companions incredibly hungover. Lurks like leaning heavily on this bar and Kogut is laid out across it. Like the top half of his body is perfectly pressed against this bar. And every now and then he picks up his head to swig some of this berry water. What's wrong, friends? Sick. Uh, uh. You don't want me to order you some more mead? No. <laughs> I would order some for me, but... Alas, my golden tankard isn't here yet. That mead would make me wanna. Uh. <laughs> Just the I idea can't. of it, Kogi. Go ahead and make me a Constitution I, save. I can't make. I can't make a song about it. I can't, I can't do it. Uh, my Constitution is plus one. Six. Yeah, oh my gosh. You throw up a little bit of water you just got down. Hmm. <laughs> that seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> And there goes the berry water back onto the countertop. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'll, I'll try to clean it up with, with some magic and wave my hand at it. Okay, you begin <laughs> pressing, digitating it away. You see, as he kind of decides to ask Jinsel, Yeah, well, how did you not go? Did you make it? Uh, I did. Oh, excellent, Pana excellent. Panako and I really tore up the town. Oh, yeah? Is that Fifth so? Figuratively, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, a certain <laughs> amount of crime is just expected on these sort of things, but... Well, to hear there wasn't any literal tearing up of the town. 
There was this horrible drink, though, that was more gravel than liquid. He, like, shoots you a look, and he's like, you're not supposed to keep that on, on the hush. He's not supposed to be handing that out. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> you get, you, you got to keep that on the, on the down low. <laughs> Uh, I'll go ahead and send for old Reginald to come meet you guys here and, and, and debrief on the kind of cost of the night and such. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Koget spins his neck around and, and looks with his beady eyes to see if anyone else heard that. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. 19. 19. Yeah, you see everybody chuckle a little bit and you see one young lad who he talks to for a minute and the guy goes out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I consider sneaking out. Okay. Do, do you sneak Routine. out? No, I'm too drunk. <laughs> You're drunk. You, you accept your fate. Yeah. Um, a short time passed. He gives you guys some basic, you know, toast or hard bread and some water. And then eventually you hear this, uh, this heavy plate armor clanking as it comes to the door. This, uh, heavily bearded dwarf. He's got these big, long mustaches that hang to the side of this real long beard and it kind of stomps into this tavern right he's wearing this very shiny like red armor and his little cap of a helmet has this red plume out of the top of it and he seems to be holding a couple like papers in his hands mm, i hear a couple of y'all at the golden tankard yeah, yes, I've, I've that, heard that they have too. That would be us. <laughs> uh, perfect. And I understand one of you succeeded. That one. And I'm going to mm. point to Jinsoul. Mm. Jinsoul's body mass is going to start rippling until his mass increases to that of Panako. Mm. And Panako, he'll become Panako. Mm. Well, I have the collected dues from the different bars you've gone to, collected all into a single bill, and I will now read you that out. <laughs> and he begins listing out every drink you guys drank during that night. Oh no. <laughs> well, I'm not going to list them all out, but he's listing things out Does like different ales. Does he list a price on Koget's stay with the barmaiden? He starts listing all these different <laughs> drinks out, and then you got like all sorts of like different ales and like so-and-so's brew or like you see that Lurk has tallied up quite a few brew lights. Like that's mainly what he was drinking that night. You see some wacky ones like like very berry blast and shit like that. He's like <laughs> le- reading this out in public to this entire bar. And what about you see- the sand? The sand the, sa- the sand is called something completely different. The wacky prospector who gave you something and you were like, this isn't what he said it was. It's just listed as beer. That's all. <laughs> Not even like a branded beer. It's just beer. The dry drink is listed as like some type of whiskey he carries there and stuff like that. <laughs> so he le- reads out this whole list and then he goes, so that brings your total cost to 26 gold pieces and nine silver for human or lurk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hiccup. Uh, expensive. Uh, that's because of the sobering up potion. That oh. by itself was 25 gold pieces. Oh. Wow. Wow. Because yeah. it's a potion. I don't have any I don't have any of the silvers, so you get all the yellows. So uh, I'm just going to give them 27. No, no. You got to bring them down by the office to make sure everything's above board. <sighs> and Jin uh, or Jinsul or Panako, he's like reading this off with this like <laughs> confused look, and his like gray mustaches are like twiddling side to side. 
I uh, go I go by many names. Uh, I understand that here after talking to the barkeeps, I see you go by many forms as well. That's an oddity we don't see often. I see it as a perk. Mm. Anyhow, that brings <laughs> your total to 28 gold pieces, 8 silver pieces, and 4 copper pieces. <laughs> as long as it comes with a golden tinkered at the end of that bill. Oh, absolutely. That, that of course, is a service rendered for free for participating in our town's treasured tradition. It might be until this afternoon before the cast is finished, but you can go ahead and uh, we'll deliver it right to your room if that works well for you. That would do just fine. That being said, it is requested that you speak to our mayor. He likes to congratulate those who win. <laughs> ah, right. very fitting. Yes, you can find him in the nearby manor house through the gate next to the prison. <laughs> and finally... The gate to the prison? No, the one to the left of it a little ways. Is, is that by where we pay the tab? Yes, actually. Conveniently. <laughs> The mayor likes to have his uh, finger on the pulse as it is. <laughs> Anyhow, and finally, the bill for sneak or co-get or bird. <laughs> what? <laughs> bird. <laughs> uh, oh, well, it seems like somebody put a substantial amount of gold pieces down on your tab already. Uh -huh. And oh. the guard's office will give you the excess of that. They owe you eight gold pieces, five silver pieces, and eight copper pieces. Oh, oh. <laughs> So you can go ahead and just pick that up down at the station. What? <laughs> I don't I don't get money Thanks. for winning? <laughs> No, no, he was. Somebody has paid his tab in more than full. I won. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it is a tanker made of gold, so I guess it's okay. Hey, it's very valuable and a mark of high esteem. <laughs> Whatever. Are you drunk, sir? Uh, no. I actually quit drinking on account of the holes in my liver that I got from many, many years of drinking drinks now made illegal. <laughs> like what kind? Ah, uh, forge fire being one of them. I was very partial to the forge fire. Mm -hmm. My dwarven resilience just wasn't resilient enough. <laughs> right. I like the berries. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell that. <laughs> Yuck. Anyhow, I'll go back to making my rounds now. You gentlemen have a excellent uh, morning. You too. Good afternoon and good evening. All right. <laughs> and this old dwarf moses his way back out and you see him pick up a pike at the door and then continue along his way. Well, I'm going to head out the door and get my money. I will follow. <laughs> After I swig my water. Yeah, you're, you just take the glass, I assume. You got the yeah. water and you just got to hold yeah. it. I'll ask, uh, who's the barkeep again? Broxwell. Broxwell. Would you be willing to have breakfast prepared for me and the dog by the time we get back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only be a couple uh, copper pieces. <laughs> me too. Me oh, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> probably... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> We're talking about, uh, let's see, for you, that'll be about eight copper pieces for you. Perfect. Right. Kogan will handle it because he's getting paid eight copper pieces. Yeah, that's fine. I'm curious. Uh, it's pretty rare. It's, I mean, it's commonplace for some bars to cover their tab, like on the house for that one place. Like, I covered your tab for my bar. Possible some others did that, but it's pretty rare that you'll see a return. I don't know how that happened. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I guess I just won. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for your guys' food because I thought you might throw it up. So, Oh, thank you. But if you want food, that's fine. I think I do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Lurk hasn't thrown up. It's just been Kogan. Oh. <laughs> Lurk just looks rough. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So if you guys aren't doing anything else, you make your way towards this guard. Here, let me show you guys on the, the map. Let me make sure you're seeing it. Yeah, you should be seeing it now. The guard area is right around, like, here. Just a little bit off to the gate. Okay. And, like, so this is the gate up to the mayor's house. So you make your way there. And you get to these steel doors flanked by two different guards in, like, half plate. Two human men that are guarding the door to the, the prison cell and the guards' barracks. I, I, have to, I have to pay my golden tankard tab. I do also. It is negative. Negative? Like negative monies, yeah. Like yeah. you owe money. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome back, you big, big tall fella. You gave us quite the run last night. What? Hey, we, uh, oh, man, it took like 12 of us to pin you down and get you in some shackles. I'm going to hold my wrists up and I'm going to say, hmm, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, you disappeared. You just disappeared. How did you do that? <laughs> I'm going to go like this, finger gun, snap finger guns, and I'm going to say, yep. Yeah, well, probably some <laughs> magic shit. Anyhow, we, we know it was a golden tankard and all that. It's not like you killed anybody, you know, come on in, and they open the doors for you. I'll, like, I'll give them high fives on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> you make your way into this, and it seems to go, like, downstairs into a room that has, like, a clerk's desk at the front. And then they've got, like, benches that rim this square room. And then there's two other staircases going downstairs on either side of the clerk's desk. Nice. Hello, I am the winner here. Oh. He, he didn't win I, I am actually the winner here. Oh. He needs to get paid for some reason, and I need to pay you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Gotcha. And I am paying to have my golden tinkered made. <laughs> and, oh, all right. So, uh, let's see. What are your names? Panaco. Kogetnik. Kogan. I got I got a Koget. Got a Panaco. Lurk. And a Lurk. Alright, so we can get that taken care of. And you guys can go ahead and add or detract those at this moment. Were we telling each of the barkeeps different names for yeah. us throughout the night? Yes. <laughs> I bet that was fun for them to figure out. You said it was like 26 gold and something copper for me. Uh, yeah, it was, let's see, Lurk is 26 gold pieces and 9 silver, okay, which yeah. is 1 silver from being another gold. Alright, right, I'll just give him 27. Okay. How many gold? How much gold am I giving? Jinsoul is giving 28, almost 29. So just put 29? Yeah, or? 29, and I'm just going to say that you've already paid the other guy his copper for the breakfast. Okay. And Kogit gets... Eight gold pieces, five silver pieces, and eight copper pieces. Who paid his tab? He rolled a nat 20 on that roll. Oh. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20 on that roll. 
There's about to be stories about Kogit the Plunderer. Oh. oh. <laughs> there, there's going the there's, to there's be some stories circulating town when she wakes up. Shit. <laughs> yes, she covered his tab and more. <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, now what do you do? Tabs are paid. Well, let's go talk to the mayor, I guess. Okay, perfect. You make your way back up the stairs, and then there's four guards guarding this larger gate. It's like a castle gate, big, wide. You could probably fit, like, two carts across through this gate at the same time. And so you've got, like, four guys down on the ground on either side of this gate, as well as, like, a couple in parapets above that are just walking along this inner wall. But the gates are currently open, and there's just guards standing around those gates. Cool. I have won. Uh, oh, all right. I I am actually the winner here. <laughs> <laughs> what is your purpose within the gates? I won. Uh, I am a winner of a golden <laughs> tankard. Uh, I see. So the mayor will be wanting to speak with you. The mayor wants to speak with me because <laughs> I won. <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. Well, come on in. Like says, we'll have an escort escort you there. And you see, oh, I had an escort, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Uh, we don't like we we also have our downtime here in the city, but you know, it's it's considered respectful to keep that stuff under wraps. You know. Oh, oh, no! You you must understand. I I won. We don't know either. <laughs> he just stared at you. Like, Lead on. All right. And he sees three guards come down from the walls at different points and they kind of meet up with you guys before you're allowed to go further. You've got two human and what looks like a half-elf who's a little bit shorter than the two humans. Uh, do they have spears? They're actually carrying halberds. Okay. How tall are these halberds? Probably about seven feet. Lurk is going to reach up, like, just barely over his head, and he's just going to kind of, like, you know, like, poke the tip of the halberd and, like, uh-huh. kind of just, like, run his finger on the edge and just kind of like just be fidgeting with yeah, the head of the halberd. It's like a, those animes where you have like this scene, there's another one just off to the side in like lower quality drawn, and this guard is like, what are you doing? He's <laughs> like, like he's fiddling with his weapon. <laughs> I'm just going to say, these weapons need to be need to be uh, maintained. Oh, yeah, we actually have them on a pretty, like, like every night we make sure to like sharpen and oil our blades and stuff, and... They're all kept within, like, the barracks store. Pretty well taken care of. We have a guy that's his only job is cleaning and caring for our our weaponry and armor. Oh, that'd be a nice job. Anyway. I, I hear he likes it. Lurk's going to, like, straighten his back and, like, oh. kind of peek, <laughs> kind of peek up, like, tiptoe and look at, like, look down onto oh. the halberd end. And he's going to, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so these guards begin leading you towards this stone large, like it's like an inner castle. It's far from the most impressive castle Coke it's probably saying, but for Jinsul and Lurk, it's pretty impressive. You've got probably about four or five stories and it's pretty big for a building, kind of like what we would see to be like a mid-sized like library where it's like pretty big, multiple floors. It's impressive. Wow. It's all made out of this, like, dark red, large blocks of stone that fit together very smoothly to where you, there's only, like, a, a slight split in the stone and there's no mortar in between. Interesting. It's quite the fortress. Oh, yeah. This thing has stood like this for hundreds of years. Yeah. For what purpose was it built? Oh, well, like says, we, are, we have mined quite a few good goods. 
throughout the years. Lots of good rocks. Lots of good rocks. Dwarves are all about the good rocks, you know. This is a good rock. Yeah, it's it's a good strong <laughs> rock. I, it's I don't know what they call this rock, but it's a good strong one, and it it doesn't uh, weather away very quickly. So it's a good strong one to have. And uh, well, I mean, we've fallen <laughs> a little bit in terms of like mining being a little bit more difficult. There's always monsters down there, and we keep having to go deeper. And if oh. <laughs> With the mention of monsters, Jinso will suddenly, I mean, Panako's face will suddenly start morphing, kind of weird, maybe in like a way uh, that's even a little freaky, uh, and then uh, it'll turn to Jinso. Uh, did, did you say monsters? Yeah, yeah. Do you want, do you want to pay us to get rid of those monsters I, for you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a guard. I'm, I'm a, always, I'm always happy to do something <laughs> for a bit of coin. I, I, I have enough coin to feed myself. I mean, I'm only, I'm only 17. I can't pay you to fight monsters. <laughs> Maybe we can ask the, the mayor. What about to do magic tricks? I, what? <laughs> I don't, I don't want. All right. <laughs> he stops talking to you guys. <laughs> As he like leads the way, there's still two other guards. <laughs> I'm gonna back up to like the other guard, and I'm gonna start poking its helmet. Okay, this is another one of the human ones. He's like, yes. Why do you wear this? Um, well, so I don't get domed by rocks or a blade. Hmm. But doesn't it make it hard to, to see? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you see how there's like a hole for my eyes. I'm gonna like, I'm not gonna hit him, uh-huh. but I'm gonna like swing very fast and I'm going to take like a really wide side arc and I'm going to poke him in the ear. <laughs> you hear this clang from behind you guys as this guy's head goes aside. like, ah, well, you're right. I can't see over there. <laughs> At this point, they're leading up into the manor house. You walk up these steps and you're in like a, a fine stone building. There's like pictures of old dwarves on the wall and they begin leading you up a couple stairs and down some hallways. You hear mainly like office work and stuff like that is what it sounds like. And he's kind of leading you back to probably a higher floor back of the building as you guys continue to just mess around with these guards. At one point, I'm just going to like start kind of crawling on all fours, walking on all fours like I usually do Mm. casually. (laughs) Odd folk. Odd folk. See how big of an illusion I can cast. I'm going to say, don't worry, I'm I'm a a human too. Five. Oh, what kind? Um, The... Who mankind? Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm a who man too. Who? Who? Thirty. Kind. I didn't know they made humans like this. <laughs> when when we uh turn corner, I'm just gonna cast a minor illusion to like have a door there. Isn't minor illusion like a one foot thing? It says range area. Oh. Five a five foot cube. Okay, so a five foot cube. You could make an exceptionally short door. <laughs> and maybe like Kogit can like walk out of it and say I'm a human too. Oh gotcha. So part <laughs> of the five foot illusion is short Kogit coming out. I'm a human too. That was two Kogits. No, I'm a who man. Who man? A second a second down the hall, a second Kogit walks out of this door and says, I'm a who man too. Who who says the true Kogit. <laughs> What, what does the fake Kogit do? You control him. No, um, no. He's gonna... No, no, he says I'm he's a gonna, too, and then the real Kogit says... Who he's gonna who? flap uh, yeah. flap his wings and and squawk, He stole my gold! He stole my gold! <laughs> <laughs> the guards look back and forth, very confused. Go ahead and roll deception. And they make noise? Uh, oh, I don't know if it can. I don't know if they can. Oh, that's... It's a visual illusion. Yeah. That's... 
I have an off they can move with minor illusion. If you create a sound, can it's they? volume. You can create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for duration. Delusion also ends if you dismiss it. If you create a sound, its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice or someone else's voice or a lion's. So I'm going to have it be Kogut's voice. Gotcha. Lion's roar or a beat of drums or other sounds you choose. The sound continues unabated throughout the duration. The limit to this, though, is it will be one or the other. It's either a sound or an illusion. And if it is an illusion, in order to cause it to move, it takes an action. So it's like a stop motion video every six seconds. <laughs> so so I'm going to have him flap, <laughs> flap his wings and then go hide behind the door and then say, he stole my gold. The guards look around. What is your uh, deception rule? 18 plus 5 is 23. No way. All right. Well, they're like, uh. So now there's two bird humans. Who? Who? And somebody has stolen gold. <laughs> I think. Don't worry. It's just magic. Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Thank you. You want to pay, pay me gold now for the fun magic trick? You could give him bronze, too. Oh, um... Yes, I will give you... This is the half-elf. He, like, leans forward. He's like, I will give you this copper if you agree not to do any more magic tricks. Ah, well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And then the three of them speed down the hallway. There's how still, much... like, one behind you, but, like, whoever's in the back <laughs> is, like, feeling the presence of this guard is, like, right behind How him. much copper does he give me? A single copper. You're literally getting That's... paid to not do anything, Jinsel. <laughs> No, he was happy with the performance and didn't want an encore. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a deal. And they hurry you up to That's this. That's not even worth noting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was about to add it to my character and like, wait. <laughs> this isn't worth my time. <laughs> oh, so you get to these doors and they're actually like these metal doors that are like finely gilded and they kind of wrap on the door with these pikes and then they open them as you hear this voice like, mm, come in and these doors open up to this desk that doesn't it's not like kingly it's not like noble in any way but you see like different pictures of landscapes and other older dwarves that seem like a family line or something like that right and you see like a couple statues of a couple old dwarfs you see a couple like lounge chairs and then in the center with this big like red carpet leading up to it is this massive like hardwood desk i'll walk up to the desk oh and um who are these these fellers here and they explain they're like well this is who man lurk or a Koget bird sneak and I Pinaco, won. <laughs> Pinaco Jin Sol Jin and they did the golden tankard. I won. No, I actually won. And at the words golden tankard, you see this dwarf's eyes light up. He seems to be like a middle-aged dwarf. There's no gray in his beard yet. He's got this bright red beard and this like combed back, like braided red hair. Oh, the golden tankard. Yes, yes. I'm always happy to hear about the different uh, exploits. Yes, the exploits uh, from our uh, lovely tradition. Please take a seat. I'll, uh, uh, what do you, what will be, what will be your drink? I got some fine dwarven whiskey under the desk here. <laughs> <laughs> he just like stops before he corks the bottle. He's like, oh, no, it's just, uh, I, uh, I've, uh, I want, no, mm, nothing. Do you have something with a slight spice to it? Uh, 
And like looks at the guards and like, could you send somebody for maybe a spiced a spiced rum? A spiced rum? Yes, thank you, thank you. And one of the guard peels off the one of the half elf from the other human post up by the door. Anyway, uh, while we're bringing that, and he pours himself a very small glass. It's very classy the amount he pours himself. <laughs> and he begins to sip this dwarven whiskey. Uh, so I, I mean, I do want to. I want to hear about about your foreigners and your, and your experience with our tradition. Who would you like to hear from first? Uh, well, well, anybody. I mean, what? I uh, hear it's two of you won. Two of you won the golden tankard. Uh, no, I, I won though. <laughs> he, I don't understand. We don't either. Huh. He's he, been talking nonsense all morning. He what? got paid instead of having to pay his bar tabs. Huh. Yeah. Kogit, why don't you tell us about your night? <laughs> Maybe well, that'll answer some questions. I don't remember a lot of it. I feel like I got everywhere. I got some of me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, this, this lovely maiden uh, at the Twisted Beard. <laughs> Oh, the dwarven? Yeah, Dommy uh, mommy? Yeah, the one with the the leather. You you went back? Yeah, of course. And did what? I I woke up there. Lurk's gonna, <laughs> Lurk, Lurk's like, gonna like look looks, over and across his drink and like looks at the other two and they're like, okay, well I think that's mm. enough of that story. <laughs> and he likes the whiskey king. He's like, I see. So you. Yes, as mayor of this fine city, it's not a topic I like to dwell on, but I see you've experienced the other fine side of our town. <laughs> a dwarven woman. I yes. Mean, you are short. We so. have, we do have a couple uh, services in town that, you know, it's polite not to talk about. <laughs> and he nods towards Gogan. Lurk's going to pipe in and he's going to say, but he didn't really use a service. She paid him. I've never known Eleanor to do that. Oh no, I used, I used the service. Oh, <laughs> oh no! He like sets his drink down. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is about time we hear from someone else. I'll go next. All right. I think I was only like two or three pubs away from winning, but we ended up in Brogard's backyard, and mm. I ended up just enjoying the hot water too much. Ah, uh, and I... then. It kind of went fuzzy after that, but uh, when I went to, I woke up at the opening of a mine in a oh, crate covered. You, what? Yeah, and I was naked and covered in um, ink. Oh, I see. I heard. I heard about uh, that uh, little gnomish feller's cart. Yeah, and he yeah. was saying bad things about Brogard, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, that serves him right. That's fun. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I keep it. This this is what keeps our town fun. You see, I like that a lot. How'd you, how'd you get in the crate? Who nailed it back down? I have no idea. Oh, but I broke out of it. I had yeah. to. I had to break through the crate. I mean, if you could do that to his card, of course you did. <laughs> yeah. Your, your guards told me that there was somewhat of a tussle too, but I don't remember that either. Yeah, they said they said it was quite impressive, is what they said. Mm. And uh, you. And what uh, form are you in right now? Uh, just Jinsoul. Just Jinsoul, okay. Well, I and my companions underwent the Golden Tankard, and I watched each of them do many drunken revelries, mm. and I got to experience all of the fine, fine sides of this town, as well as mm. some bars that I would rather not experience again. 
That is fair. That is fair. There's a couple <laughs> in there that uh, I'm not going to lie. I've uh, not frequented. I don't frank with them myself. At some point, I feared for my life drinking some of those drinks. Mm, yes, that's part of the performance for some of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not for the berry ones. I love the berries. <sighs> <laughs> he takes another sip from his whiskey. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's real, really a pleasure to have you. Here in our town. Thank you for being so accepting of bizarre outsiders like us. Yes, we are not welcome most places we go. I mean, most people here aren't going to want to talk to you either, but it's interesting. I'll tell you what, back when when I was younger and you could go out and do things in the world. He like slams his fist on the table. That was the time to be about. But you know, God take over the family business and he like looks up at this massive portrait of this old dwarf behind him. What do you do? Well, I manage the town. There's oh. lots of shipping and stuff like that. Uh. I got a lot of, he like points to this, like like a little wax melting thing and a big stamp. He's like, I got a lot of, a lot of stamping to do. It ain't like the old days you go out and fight some monsters, you know? Now Ooh. I just took boom, the biggest monsters I fight are shipping rafts. I did hear <laughs> that you have a monster problem in your minds. Oh yeah, there's always monsters. Oh. Always monsters. I mean, Sounds venturing like- sort like yourself, if you want to reopen a mine or two, I mean, we'd happily pay you for that. Are the mines in the sunlight? No, not at all. They're deep within that cave. You are actually at the entrance of it. Nah, I am okay. very interested <laughs> Me too. in making <laughs> some extra gold, since we did spend quite a bit for this exciting event in oh, your town. Well, I couldn't have been too much. Well, we did spend, we did get some extra drinks to help keep us going. Uh, and you see this man immediately <laughs> lost respect for you. <laughs> I didn't take uh, the potion. Well then, well then, lad, in my eyes, and he like, cheers to you, you're the winner. <laughs> I told you guys I'm the winner. <laughs> Shut up, Kogi. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll continue to just like chat with you for a little while, as long as you'll like have him. He'll he's enjoying this interaction with foreigners. Yeah, I'll hang out for a little bit. Perfect. At some point, I would like to walk by the printing press and okay. the gnome. Perfect. Okay, that would be. Um, let me kind of gesture on the map really quick. It's closer to the mine than the center of town, kind of like at this alleyway right here. Mm. Just a short distance off the main. Walking through town, you probably still see, like, spilled oil. That they're try- I mean, not oil, but spilled, like, ink that they're trying to clean up. I'll, like, see it on our way out. Are uh-huh. we done here? Did we leave? Uh, you can be, yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Mayor, for well, your time. We could ask uh, which mines oh, yeah. specifically he'd like reopened. Yeah, if you speak to... Let me grab the name... Please don't make me do this. <laughs> Old Kingston, there at the mines, lad. He ought, to, he ought to set you straight. We've had to board up some of them due to different infestations and all that. It's not worth the endangering people unnecessarily. So, mm. 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 Well, well, I'm down. I am too. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> and as you guys make your way out, the guards escort you, and they try their best not to make any conversation with you. They get you to the front of the gate, and they peel off as you go out. They don't even Bye. want a conversation with Kogan. Bye. Uh, they're <laughs> open to it, but they're trying to hustle you guys out of there ah, at this point. Okay. They, they've had to stand there for probably like at least an hour or two, <laughs> really, as this guy oh, well. just rattles on. If you guys like hear him out for that long, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. 
at some point they bring like spiced wine for Jinsoul and it's a light I mean a spiced uh, like rum for Jinsoul and they're sipping on that and telling stories back and forth and if you just want to make me like one constitution save really quick if you drink that I got it starts out really low a 10 yeah that's fine you're able to just enjoy this without taking any drunkenness levels I want to grab the breakfast before we go off okay. somewhere else so as you make your way into this tavern you see the bar cape smile. He's like, ah, oh, I've kept it warm for you in the back. And he like starts wheeling out this plate. And then things begin to slow. What? Things begin to slow around you. Slowly, people seem to be almost like they're wading through wall water as their movements slow. And then they come to a stop. Are we slowed or stopped? You three seem to be able to move around just fine. The barkeep is still have this big grin as he's halfway into a turn with you as he brings around these plates towards the bar. You see like different patrons talking and in the motion of eating, you see like an ale that had gotten knocked over towards the floor and you see the ale like frozen midair before it even hits the ground. What is this? I'm going to reach up and I'm going to grab my my sword on my back. It moves. Mm-hmm. You can move around the objects around you. Can, can I'm you gonna eat. Try to see if I can yeah, sense. Okay. You can <laughs> sense any, uh, I guess, like magical influence over us or anything. Uh, do you have detect magic? Let's see. Probably not. Because that's the only way to like know for sure. You could roll Arcana to see if you could like try to figure out something about the magic. Like if you understand the sort of magic that's going on. Well, I'll just roll Arcana, but yeah, I got a seven. So. A seven, yeah. I mean, you would be able to infer this is probably magical. It seems very <laughs> magical. And as Kogut begins to like eat off somebody else's plate, I like what's Kogut doing as he goes to eat. I was imagining I was eating my berries from my glass. Oh, gotcha. So you walk across the bar and grab your glass. Didn't know and that then, I brought to me. Oh, I brought. Right. You, I was, ke- you kept it the whole time. Yeah, I brought it with me. <laughs> they refilled it at the mayor's place yeah. <laughs> a couple times as you're talking. So you're probably feeling less hungover now. Still nauseous, not great. Still very tired. Lurk, you're doing all right. I have a headache. Yeah, like a, a mild, like little stinging in the back of your mind if you get too excited. <laughs> and as you're kind of sitting there with everything frozen around you the door creaks open and you watch as a man walks in he's wearing what looks like some sort of leather suit type deal with (laughs) no no go get not that kind of leather suit with these like (laughs) fine embroidery all across it it's like a thin leather as well almost like a suede type deal where it's got like some of that uh, texture to it and he's wearing a short top hat his hair is black and he has like an oiled goatee and as he walks in you hear like the tap of a cane as he goes hmm just the people i wanted to speak to and there's this sort of thrum as your brands warm at his voice i look behind me and i wonder who he's talking to <laughs> go ahead and roll perception <laughs> eight yeah you have no idea who he could be talking to <laughs> you don't see anybody back there who's responding to him now, uh, man, it was very impressive what you were able to do to Atticus. The tracker? Precisely. Mm. Yeah, it was nothing. Oh, but it was something. Let's put it this way. That was the first time he failed to bring in his query. His query? Really? Yes. And quite frankly, that that's intriguing. You would understand that that's intriguing, right? And it seems to be fiddling with this length of gold chain. He didn't seem very intriguing to me. He didn't have any rabbits in his black hat. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Uh, I think we could get along quite well. Who are you? Ah, uh, yes. Well, you might call me an accountant of sorts. An accountant would be fitting. The name is Warren. Warren Graves. Hmm. What do you want with us? Well, let's say that while most of our company, the people we keep around us, the higher-ups, the lower-downs, are looking for weak little nobodies to scoop off the sides of roads out of ditches. And let's say that they're lambs for a slot. They're, they're nothing to us. They're a means to an end, yada yada. However, people like me are looking for strength. People can, who can help our cause. To what end? Oh, it's quite simple, really. Power. Power to do what? You're asking for power? No, 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 no. Power to right wrongs. That's, that's what this is about. Mm. Sure, it's, I mean, some people are in it for themselves, but to right wrongs. There are many kingdoms that could deserve being raised to the ground, am I wrong? There are plenty of bad people who deserve to die. Are you making us an offer? Mm, yes, yes, an offer of sorts. You work for us, and you'll never see another tracker. But then I'll be a tracker. Then I'll see a tracker every time I look in a mirror. Oh, you don't have to be a tracker. There are plenty of little places a piece like you could fit into our puzzle. To put it very bluntly, which I quite frankly hate to do, and you see as he kind of sets his cane to the side, pulls off this top hat and sets it on the cane, and kind of like leans back against some man who's like in the middle of drinking something and he's leaning against this man. You work for us, or we will hunt you down till the day your blood is spilt. It's that simple. I don't like putting things as bluntly, but you help us grow in power. We help you grow in power. Isn't that a good thing? And what about innocence? Would you have us just killing nonchalantly without discretion? Well, no, but well, not your discretion. Mm. There are there are there are bigger plays being made. You don't understand it. Else, even I don't understand them. But there will be power. What if all we want is freedom? <laughs> It'll be a hell of a fight. Mm. And the beautiful thing is, we are so close to another breakthrough. When was the last breakthrough? Oh, let's see. It was honestly probably about six months ago. The incursion we were able to bring into the Eastern Sea. It's a beautiful thing to behold. The fact that one man could hold that much power before he died. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Give us a few days to contemplate your offer, Warren. Mm, a few days. And you see as he pulls out what he's been fiddling with on a chain. And he's holding a pocket watch. And as it kind of rotates slowly, you can see dark, viscous fluid of a reddish tint inside this watch's face. Or, you know, a couple decades or so. <laughs> We're still thinking about it. See, you and I, we could get along. You just have to take my offer. We already get along. Are you free, Warren? As free as I could want to be, and more powerful than I ever expected. And who is your master, then? <laughs> uh, we get you through orientation. You'll learn then. I'll leave you now, gentlemen. But brace yourselves. And he picks up his hat, and he picks up his cane, and he walks out the door. He pulls it closed behind him, and then time slowly begins to resume. Can I follow him? Yeah, you can shoot out the door, and he's not there. <sighs> Boys, get your plates. We need to talk in the room. 
and I'll I agree take my plate from the guy and I'm like eating it as I thank you and I'm eating it as I walk <laughs> down the hallway with this sudden tone this barkeep goes from like smiling to being like what in the world as suddenly everybody's like downcast and like everybody's sobered up a lot at this point you're like holy shit <laughs> and he hands you your plates and says everything all right did, did something go wrong with the mayor or no, no, everything's fine. Thank uh, you. All right, all right. Well, well, let me know if you need anything. I'll send somebody up with something. Appreciate it. Thank you. Very hungry. <laughs> I start pecking at my plate. Perfect. And you get to the room without any sort of um anything stopping you. All right. Between mouthfuls of food, uh, I'm going to say, I don't think that he's a good guy. No, no, he's not. Has been one whose greatest misfortunes came at a large, large-scale catastrophe the fact that he is praising what sounds to me has a catastrophe caused by one man on the coasts um, does not sit well with me. I agree. Weren't we told that the Eastern Sea is harboring great evils right now? Was that that was told to us by, by Crestbane? Yeah. Something about the entire sea bleeding. Yeah. Whoever Warren is associated with holds an absurd amount of power and sway. The brands on your legs begin to warm just slightly in an ebbing sort of warmth, not to the point it's hot or burning, but they begin to ebb and flow. I think we're caught up in some kind of magic circle, and we would have been used as sacrifices to power the the spells and the rituals that these more powerful people would use to cause the catastrophes like the Eastern Sea. That is very perceptive of you. He did say that it cost the man his life to perform that act of magic. So who's to say that they aren't just looking for stronger vessels through which to cast their spells? The ebbing becomes more frequent and a little warmer. I don't like what these brands are doing. We have to get them removed as soon as we can. Yes. I don't even know if what we saw was real. I think it was real. Somebody took the tracker's body out of the grave. Somebody with really fine boot prints. There's another one of these burning ebbs and almost a vibration in the ground beneath your feet. Oh shit. I think we might want to leave leave this building. I think we might want to leave this town. Wait. <laughs> you guys scarf down quickly as you begin to make your way out whichever way you're going. Grab your stuff. Do I still have my gun? Yes, you have your gun. Good. I'm gonna like, I don't know, grab the head that I left in the room or whatever. Right, right. I think I took everything else though. Right. Um, you guys pack up quickly, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Which way to Kaskura? It'll be continued south. Okay. So basically you guys came off on like a Y this direction and you know, you can hit the same road going south. Okay. Once, once we have the brands removed, maybe we can come back and help them with their monster problems, but there's more ebbing and stronger shaking. In we the need, ground. We need to go right now. And we're going to start heading towards the front gate. Perfect. You, The barkeep tries to talk to you as you... Oh, well, hey, are you guys... You, you're all... Are you heading out? In Thieves' Camp, I'm going to look at him. And I'm going to say, dark magic. And I'm going to walk out the door. Yeah, you watch his face pale. I'm going to... About what time of day is it? It's it's it, afternoon. Would my, would yes. my tinkered be done? Absolutely. Like you could. I'm I know, gonna say you run into I, like the delivery. I know. I know out. it's selfish of me, but could we grab my tinkered? Nah, you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, like a blacksmith happily walking over at this time, as you guys like burst out this door. Oh, <laughs> ah, my treasured jewel. Oh wait, wait, you can't just grab that. What's your what's your name? What the? 
I go by many names. Panako, Jin, Jinsoul. Uh, okay, that, that'll, that'll do it. He turns around this more than uh, average tankard size golden tanker with Jinsoul engraved and like and this beautiful little plating at the bottom. He's like, I hereby award you, and I imagine you just like snatch it. <laughs> Gorgeous craftsmanship. Good work. Oh, th- th- thank you. Congratulations. I will treasure it. It is an honor. <laughs> There's an even stronger shake. This is stressing me out. And you hear this, uh, almost like in the back of your mind, this really deep, low rumble. I'll I'll throw throw the tankard in my bag. Hey, I'm a winner too. Koga, we do not have time. (laughs) (laughs) He like looks at you and is like, I only had the order for the one. I'm going to grab Koga by like the nap of his cloak and I'm going to like discus like one spin around and I'm just going to huck him into the air and I'm going to be like, all right, start flying. (laughs) Hey. And Red, is Red coming along carrying like a uh, Grick on a stick? Yeah, well, that's in the that's in the head. You see that the barkeep gave him like a bag of food that he's got in his mouth. Nice. And he's also feeling this presence as the same brand. You can see on his leg where it's not covered. Oh, it's that's right. Glowing with these abs as well. Yeah, if we joined that one, one man, who's to say what would happen to Red as well? It's true. Yeah. And as you exit this town, everybody looks concerned as you're leaving, but there's a rush to it. And as you get down this road, there's at this point, it's not just a dull rumble. It's like a growl on the back of your head. And these brands, while they seem to warm slightly and glow, they don't stop vibrating at this point. And then it stops and you hear this horrible ripping sound. And it's as if the entire planet roars. Everything begins to shake. Everybody make me a dexterity saving throw. As everything around you begins to shake and rattle. You watch trees fall. 19. 19, okay. You keep your footing. 15. 15. You fall. 11. 11. Both of you fall to the ground. You're watching these stones jump feet in the air as the entire ground beneath your feet shakes and rocks. And this roar fills your head, and not just your head. You watch the trees quiver with it. You watch as these stone stones start to fall out of this tight-knit wall. And as there's this horrible, tearing, roaring sound, you watch as slits start to tear open in the sky into this, most of the time, a dark abyss behind them. Sometimes you see different flashes of lights, and stars begin to fall from them. These brightly colored flashes of light begin plummeting from the sky. Some come as a single star, some as a spinning ball of red that splits into several smaller before it descends. Stars that behave in odd way as gold and silver twining around each other before splitting off in separate directions. As the sky fills with multicolored stars, the entire earth roars. And as this guy becomes slits into darkness and multicolored falling hues, the roaring stops and something feels incredibly different. I look at myself and see if I look normal. Yeah, you, you, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're so all there. Something feels you're different. Good. Yeah, the, there's something different about even the air, something different about life. I'll just cast prestidigitation to just have like electricity shoot through between my fingers just to mm-hmm. kind of test the magic weave to see if any if I can notice any difference in it. It takes you a second to find the right 
threads to pull in this weave because it's different. It's rearranged itself. And that is where we end the session. Shit, fuck. The name of this campaign is Fallen Stars. Ah. Damn. Okay. All oh, right. wow. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, listener, thank you for listening along with us tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Rock and Load Tweets and YouTube at Rock and Load. Our Twitter is RFOPCast. It's great for updates. Our subreddit is RFOPCast as well. Great for memes and discussion threads. Our email is rollingfromourproblems at gmail.com. Great way to reach out to us. And our TikTok is at rollingfromourproblems. For all of our lovely fans, we'd love it if you'd give us five stars, rate us 10 out of 10, give us that thumbs up, and one day, if you're really, really good, we'll put content on our Patreon. Yeah, you should be recommending us to your (laughs) friends, too. Our intro and outro music is by Alec Koff. In this episode, we used ambience and music from Incompetech.com. These may have been modified from their original form, and links to these artists' works are in the description below. Let me change this music real quick. Ooh da lolly, ooh da lolly. <laughs> Bingle bong bong gong bing ding <laughs> The sheriff of Nottingham is here to collect your Ooh lolly, ooh da lolly, ooh da lolly. It was very impressive what you were able to do to... Sorry, give me a second. I don't know the dwarf's name. I can't help. Yeah, sorry. Just give me a second. Oh. No more. <laughs> very oh, impressive. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let me I've go. never seen so many feathers. I've never seen so many feathers. Rename this folder. Riri, time to rename a whole shit ton of stuff. And I think we should do the discussion a different day. So I agree. So that people can sleep. sleep. Sleep is good. But we should do a real brief one because I want to hear people's reaction, like instant reaction to that. Day. Dude, that was crazy. I had no idea yeah, what was going on. I wasn't I, expecting that. I thought the cataclysm was happening. Yeah, yeah me too. No, no. <laughs> My sky was ripping apart. It was. Any, and the any earth theories was changing. on that? Because um, I've talked about this before alluding to it. You have? I have. Didn't you talk about this is hmm. this campaign is before KFC? Right? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is before KFC. And KFC is in a time when gods have been cut off right. from the realm. So maybe that was one of the gods being killed by one of the other old ones or deities or something like that. What I will say, this is something I said from the beginning, is that this campaign will be very god heavy. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm. that's like an outward sign of a battle between two deities. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie to you. There was a there was a minute there where I considered Warren's offer. I yeah, tried to make it I, really tempting. I was considering it too, honestly. Yeah, and I was like, man, it'd be pretty cool to just like kind of take everyone for a ride and like run this lawful evil <laughs> campaign where we just are like assigned different tasks to go and annihilate whole townships <laughs> and cities and stuff and fight gods. But I don't know. I Pretty don't think, wacky. I don't think it'd be the right thing. But that was still sick. All right. So, yeah, we should yeah. end this recording, though. Unless somebody... Robert, were you trying to say something? I was just going to say, I think Warren was a puppet and somebody just gained more power. <laughs> <laughs>
and the, by killing a god. That is a yeah. very astute point there. And they, yeah. they're trying to gain followers. Oh, showing their puppet Warren. I don't know if this is how it works in your world, but generally in D&D lore, from what I'm aware of, the more followers a god has, the more power they gain. Yep, yep. And there's very few ways to become a god. There's very few ways, but one <laughs> that usually works is killing a god. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. I just imagined that's how it's done. So, yep. Interesting. Well, 